Uh, this guy is called the Standing Streamer. Wrestling with regret, and you're watching putting you over. Wrong button. There we go. All right, everybody. How's it going? What's going on? I, me, I am the standing streamer, and uh, I, can't, I can't seem to tweet anything. And I. And this is going, going live. We're going to be calling Brian Pillman Jr. here shortly. Go on. Uh, we'll talk to Brian Pillman Jr. I have notes all the way date these these date all the way back to uh, June or July when when I first had him on. June or July, they date all the way back. So hopefully, uh, with these and some others on the dry race board there earlier. Or that I put on there, uh, we can get through the interview. It has been a long time coming, and uh, I, I will be glad to have him on when when, when we do get him on. WrestlingNewsWorld.com right now. I'm also live here on Putting You Over as we normally do. We're gonna have Brian Pillman Jr. We're we're we're, a pro, <laughs> we're approaching nine o'clock, and uh, there's a part of me that that wants to to make him wait. There's there's this small part of me that wants to make him wait, but then there's a small part of me that's like, K Dog, if you make him wait, he's gonna go. There we go. Oh, now there we go. That is much better. Yeah, sorry. They, uh, I was having some conversations with some people about business and gear and stuff, and uh, wrestling gear, and I was trying to do it on my phone while also answering this call here, so it was kind of hard. I mean, we we've only been at this since uh, there we go. June. Oh gosh, I know. So, it, I can wait another five minutes. Uh, first of all, thank you for joining us tonight. Can you hear me? Fine. Yeah. Excellent, because I have one mic for Skype and then one mic for the show, and obviously you're not gonna be able to see me in my beautiful face because my camera. Oh no. <laughs> what happened to your camera? Well, my camera is being used uh, for the Twitch stream. 
uh it's weird i got a weird setup i got two pcs and and it's just way too much it's too much so yeah the yeah. Ca- the camera's being used on the twitch so you just get to hear me but i get to see you in that phenomenal hair which by the way you got cut today uh, I did, but I got, you know, just the usual just, just trim. trim. You didn't want, you don't want to get rid of that cut. mullet. Yeah, no, never. Right? Never. Is, never, ever. Is, uh, is the mullet more over than Brian Pillman? <laughs> What's that again? <laughs> I said, is the mullet more over than Brian Pillman Jr. Sorry about that. Oh, I don't know. That's that's a tough one. That's a, that's a good question. The mullet seems to sell more photos, right? Than me. Yeah, it is a tough question, and I'm glad that you didn't cut it. But the the question I I really wanted to start the show off with, and I'm really really disappointed that I did not do that, was um, how did you do in the raid yesterday? Oh, uh, it was great. So yeah, you know, for all your listeners out there. I do play World of Warcraft once a week with my guild. Nice. And uh, we do a raid. And the raid was brand new. Brand new content just came out. So it took us more than one night. So Sunday we had to kind of get through most of it. And then Monday when we were going to do the podcast, it uh, it got thrown amok, you know. Yeah, I uh, that World of Warcraft is way out of my league. I understand the raid aspect. I understand it's a team effort and it needs to be done. And uh, I was willing to uh, make that sacrifice. <laughs> um, yeah. But thank anyway. you for thank you yeah. for rescheduling with me. Uh, you know, it's one of those things where I had thirty five, forty people um, depending on me, so I had to come in for them and, and, and make it all work out. But. Uh, but yeah, here we are now. But you are here now, show. so that's all that matters. And we're live, correct? We are live. We're live, or are we recording? Are we live, or are we? we no, we're we're live on Twitch, Twitch.tv/slash oh, the Standing Streamer. If anybody oh, is out there, streaming. That's right. I'm on here. Is my video on here? Yeah. Do you oh, want right. your video on here? Yeah, it's fine. I'm just you know, just making sure, making sure I'm not just being put out there. Yes. For all these people to see. They well, I mean, the mullet <laughs> the mullet agreed to be put out there. I don't <laughs> Brian Pillman. Yes, yes. So that's the thing, you know, you gotta have the mullet on. If you don't, well, you're in trouble. Why don't I pull up your stream too? What's the what's the stream? That would be twitch.tv slash the standing streamer. And you're always standing, correct? I am. I've never sat down for the past, what, I don't even know, five years I've been doing this? Really? You've never sat down? No. Uh, How do you sleep? Well, well, this is the standing streamer, you know, when I'm on. You know how it works. Keep it kayfabe. No, but I'm just saying, like, how, how do you stand so much? Well, I mean, when I started playing video games, um, well, I guess when I started streaming video games, my wife uh, banished me to our garage at that time, and the only thing oh, we, God. <laughs> the only thing we had in the banished garage, the wife banished. Rank one, rank well, one yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> what kind of games do you play? I play uh, sport games, FIFA, uh, Retro Mania, wrestling is what I'll be playing here eventually. Um, but FIFA, Madden, NBA, uh, yeah, Call of Duty. 
I don't play World of Warcraft, but I have many friends that do. But, um, I mean, so she put me down in the garage, and the only setup I had down there was a workbench, which was up to my waist. So the workbench went up to my waist, so I just kind of stopped sitting and started standing. And then um, my one of my friends said, oh, man, you, you know, this was a while ago. Like, I thought I would make it big on Twitch, you know, blah, 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 blah. And they're like, you need to be the standing streamer. And I was like, okay. I'll do it. You thought you'd make it big on Twitch? I didn't, but others oh, okay. might have. Who thought that? Oh, a friend of mine. You thought he, you'd make it big, right? Yeah. Yes. So and, why do you think that? Why did he think that? Yeah. Uh, what, be, what, what kind of talent inspired that belief in him? <laughs> what kind of talent of mine? Uh, yeah. I was, at the time, Twitch was very young. And um, I was extremely like an open book and honest. Okay. And what you saw is what you get, what you got. Sorry. See what I'm talking about? What you saw is yep. what you got. And uh, he just thought it fit Twitch at the right moment. And um, I don't know. He saw something in me, but it didn't work well, out. I'll tell you what. I like this. Uh, I like this setup. I like this you, stream you got going here. You like this what do you mean it didn't work out? You're still streaming. That's right. I am still streaming. Got over 50,000 views on here. Is that what I channel. got? And yeah, so, you know, there's eight, seven, eight, there was 10 people in here watching earlier. We just got started. Yeah. I just put it over on my Twitch. Or not Twitch, Twitter. So, we got Twitter, we got Twitch. We'll do it all, right? We got. Yeah, so you talk about, you, you, you're married, right? I am, I'm married, I have three daughters. I have a small okay. little wrestling faction. Nice, nice. And here I am asking you the questions yeah. that I would here to be interviewed. <laughs> We're yeah. straight. This is uh, the Brian Pillman experience. How late are we going so I can let my fans know if they want to come in and, and, I, and chime in? You know, I've never kept anybody over an hour. but Okay. Well, so yeah, there we'll you hang go. out for a bit. We'll hang out for a bit. Sorry I was late to the street. Uh, uh, we start at 9, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> And we didn't get started till around 9, 12, 9, 10, 9.05, who knows. But here we are now. We are here. Putting you over. Putting? Oh, am I putting? Yeah. One of us is putting each other over. Well, I've been putting you over this whole time. Speaking, all right. I have a whole, I have this whole notes that I took in June. And I have all this, but I'm just going to kind of wing it tonight because um, recently, this past, what was it, weekend at Warrior Wrestling 8, yeah, you um, you did some phenomenal things. First first of all, you took on uh, Bully Ray, uh, formerly known as uh, Bubba Ray Dudley, but Bully, yeah. Ray, Bully Ray for us. And uh, so what was that experience like? What, just facing Bully Ray? Yeah, just facing that mammoth of a competitor oh, well i will say that he was a lot bigger when i first like when i first met him he was a lot bigger than i thought he would be he was he was huge i mean i think you see people on tv they all you know this side or the other and then you see a guy yelling at you through his cell phone he's not that big and intimidating right so you're right. You're, you're popping off you're talking all the crap you can all the crap 
And then all of a sudden you actually meet this guy. Boy, he's a big mother effer. That's for sure. Now, excuse my language. I'm sure this is a family friendly. No, it's not uh, actually. Oh, no, it's not. Oh, sure. You're fine. This is adults and up. Oh, well, that means we're going to be able to say whatever we want. You can say whatever you want. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so I listen to Bully on the Busted Open Radio on Sirius. Uh, Fight Nation every, what is it, Monday through whatever it is. But anyways, so based on your match, based on what I watched, he, he went over, in my opinion, well, he went over, according to the ref, but you got over, and you sent him to the dentist. You sent him for emergency surgery. Did you know that? Who was that, Bully? Yeah, did you know that? He had to get surgery? He had to get emergency root canal. Because you laid it in so stiff, and he said this on the show today. He was not oh, on the wow. show. He was not on the show Monday because he was getting emergency surgery. Because you laid it in so stiff on one, you know, one of your shots, and it, it cracked a tooth or loosened a tooth or something. And he had to have emergency root canal surgery Sunday night or Sunday, yeah, Sunday. Wow. Well, I'll tell you what, that's, uh, that comes down to just, that's just when you're out there and there's a lot of emotion behind something, uh, especially considering what he said, uh, about my father. It was a little bit, uh, there's a little bit of a chip on my shoulder in that match. And he did, he did walk out of there with a bloody nose as well. He I did. do know that much. So, um, definitely, definitely, uh, Something that I wasn't looking forward to doing. I wasn't trying to 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 really be that physical with an older gentleman. Uh, I, I knew I wanted to get my hands on him, but he is a. At the end of the day, we are professionals. But yeah, I had to lay a few in there, and that's just how it is. I'm never I'm never stiff with a guy unless it benefits the business and the storyline, and and it just benefited everyone in that building that night to see Bully Ray get punched in the fucking mouth you know so um i'm not gonna pull any punches on anybody especially if they talk about my father so that's just one of those things where uh people are gonna talk about this talk about that but at the end of the day we're at, we're having a fight you know what i'm yeah, saying you gotta put your money out of your mouth it got, yeah i got down to business there and you know he had some good words back and forth some 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 fun promos but at the end of the day, he was just shooting on me and talking shit, you know, and, and I had to shoot on him back a little bit. And that's just how it gets to be. Now, now oh, I'm sorry. Okay. Go ahead. Oh, you're fine. Um, so you are the son of, of uh, Brian Pillman, the loose. Mm-hmm. If anyone is watching this, wherever it's going to be, um, the loose cannon himself. Now, yeah. um, do you mind? You, you, you unfortunately lost your father at the age of four, correct? Yeah. Now, that's story. Yeah, yeah. I don't. So we got some folks here. Yeah, we're asking some questions. That's good. I do, I do, and I'm going to get to those MLW questions because I got, I got some uh, good ones at least uh, against Fatu. Oh my lord! But uh, I just want to touch briefly on uh, a little bit of your background. Uh, so you did unfortunately lose your father at the age of four, and they they do say, and at least with the background where uh, I come from in real life. That you you don't actually form any memories until the age of four. So my question for you is, um, 
what memories of your father do you have? And I mean that in the, the nicest way possible. Yeah, you know, it, it's, a, it's a common question for sure. Um, one that I'm uh, always kind of prepared to answer, but I, I, I don't, the question, the answer is I don't have many memories at all. That sucks. So, yeah, it's not that I, it's not that I just say that, like, that's just how it is, you know what I mean? Like, I don't remember much about him, maybe his voice, you know, very raspy voice here and there. Yeah. Um, I do remember his ankle or whatever being hurt. And seeing that as a kid was, uh, was very hard to look at. He had screws and bolts and you know, just blood just leaking out of his leg, leaking out of his ankle. Mm. And it was just like this guy was just, he had been through hell, you know. He'd been through, it, it truly is a warrior's uh, pathway when you're a pro wrestler. You're always on the road. You're always doing damage to your body. Sometimes I, I, I question, I'm like, you know, is it all worth it, right? right. But at the end of the day, when I see those fans, they connect with me online and, and they connect with me at the show and they remind me that it's definitely worth it because there's just so much you can give to the wrestling business. You know, you can give it your body, give it your mind, you give it your, your artistic freedom, your creativity, or you can give it nothing and you'll get nothing back. But I like to think if I give it a lot, it'll give a lot back to me. That's a, a phenomenal way to think. Um, when, uh, let's see, how do I want to phrase this? Um, so when did you realize, like, was wrestling something you wanted to do from the get go? Uh, well, the get the get go kind of being, uh, like, when I was like really young, like 11, 12, 13, yeah. uh, I definitely started peeking into my mind, um, that I wanted to be a wrestler, but it wasn't till I actually tried to succeed in life and try to be successful with the whole college route, really doing everything as, as good as I could. Right. Is, is when I actually decided to uh, become a wrestler. Like I had already gone, I'd gone out and, and, and made a living doing like information technology and database work and stuff like that in that field. Cause I've always been kind of a gamer right. too. So I've always been kind of close to technology. Uh, I've been very savvy on it. You know, I, up until recently, now I'm starting to get get a little old and get a little slow. It's crap. Well, your reflexes you know, these, are gone. All these gifts and all these things, and I'm like, gosh, I mean, being freaking 26 anymore, you might as well be 36. You might as well be fucking 40. Cause... I am fucking 40. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but hey, you're on here. You've got yourself a nice stream. It seems like you have a good grasp on technology. I do. I, I I mean I like to think I do as as far as gameplay goes, man. I can't play any of those shooters anymore. Man, my reflexes are gone. Yeah, absolutely. But all right, so you 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 go to you go you know the real life route, and you 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 say to yourself, you know what? I'm Brian Pillman Jr. I'm a second generation wrestler. This is what I want to do. Where do you go from there? How, where do you go to train? What do you what, what's your first step? Well, you know, the the first thing I, I did was I looked at my, you know, I looked at my father's story and his career and uh, where he trained. And clearly, the, the Canadian kind of training system works out pretty good because quite a few stars. Oh, there's uh, a few. There and we're trained there. I can name, you know, a couple on my hand. People that, you know, are from Winnipeg or Calgary and the like, you know. 
And it was just, it, it seemed very right to me. You know, it seemed like, uh, you know, it seemed very poetic for my career to start off in Calgary and just see, see how this thing goes. And uh, it was, it was truly a great learning experience. I trained with probably the best trainer that the world has uh, as far as safety and, uh, and performing the job at a high level without any riddles or, or, or tricks and trying to, you know, trick you into, into thinking that you got to do a certain thing or pay certain dues in a certain way. You know, it was just clean cut. Here's how you wrestle. Here's how to do it safe. Here's how to take care of each other. You come in here for three months. I lived in Calgary for three months. You go in and then Lance sends you on your way. You know, you, you get his kind of his advice, kind of his recommendation. And you just start hitting, start hitting the Indies. You know what I'm saying? Now there's, there's nobody more clean cut than Lance Storm, correct? No, he's pretty clean. He's a clean cut guy. He's, he's a real, uh, Down he's a road. real straight shooter. I like to say. <laughs> yeah. Lance, a straight shooter. Um, he, uh, did he have any, did he have any, uh, stories about your father about, uh, on the road or anything like they that. They weren't. They never. Uh, they never worked together. Really. No. They never. Yeah. You know, they never crossed that is paths. Interesting. You know, maybe at a show or something in ACW or something, but I don't even think. I think Lance was literally a week off from meeting my dad, like a couple weeks. Like he had just came in after the whole angle and all that. So it was just yeah. like, yeah. Wow, it's weird. Uh, and and you know, I think everything happens for a reason. You it, know what I mean? It does. You know, he didn't know that I was going to come to him, but but uh, I knew, you know, when I first started after talking to Steve Austin and getting advice from a lot of people, I kind of knew where I wanted to train. So, um, it, you know, and, and it helps everybody to have that, you know, one more person kind of go through that heart system, you know, Lance Storm trained by the heart family, you know, there's, a, there's, there's just something to it. There's a certain prestige, a certain aura that comes with being a, being a Calgary trained athlete. <clears throat> Now you just mentioned uh, something which I didn't have written down. Uh, you got some advice from from Mr. Stone Cold himself. Uh, yeah, Steve had. Uh, I talked to him about what schools to go to. We had, we had mentioned uh, Les Thatcher, obviously, is a good one. Yeah. Uh, this area, um, but we had talked about him not not maybe not being as big in the scene anymore and with training guys. So I was like, hey, well, I. Well, I go up there to Calgary and transplant Storm, and, and that seemed like perfect. And, and Steve really liked that idea. So Steve was like, "That's probably your best bet," you know. And and look at look at Lance now. He's now working for the WWE, and he is exactly you know, uh, doing what he wants to do. Developmental, you know. What I mean, he's developing the next because he's giving people advice that they wouldn't have. You know, there's so much that he knows. That he's adding to the to the production meetings or, or, or to the to the agenting of matches and stuff like that. That you know he's the best for it and he's the best trainer that ever was. Um, so you get trained by by Lance Storm. You're up there, the, the best trainer there is. Uh, it's close to uh, the Heart Foundation. To, as close to being trained in a dungeon as you can get, I would believe. Although I don't really have any idea, but I can assume. Um, your first your first match was when? My first match was December thirty first, two thousand seventeen. 
That's interesting because I have written down December 18th, first match. And I wrote, what did I write next to that? Oh, yeah, you might be right. Alex King. Yeah, yeah, we talked about that. So, uh, now, Alex, so I wrote this down. I mentioned it. I I think I commented something on, on Twitter or something. Alex King was your opponent or Alex King was your name? That was like my gimmick name that oh. I came up with. <laughs> oh, all right. I just want to write that down because I didn't. Uh, I don't want to. You know, I don't want to screw stuff up, especially if I write this up. Um. So that was your first match. So your first match, you come out. Uh, do you remember who you took on? And where? Yeah, where it was, was it? it? Was Cody Hawk. Who Cody was it? Hawk. It was Cody Hawk at CWAI International. Ah. And. Uh, we were we were uh, building up a it was a, it was like a church kind of based promotion you know yeah. real family friendly promotion yeah and he was building up into a big title match and they thought well why don't I just have a quick little part where I come in and uh, you know for four or five minutes and then take a bump and leave and that'll be my quote unquote first match <laughs> and. You know, just trying to protect me. I'm young, and you know, yeah. we're seeing all the videos of me online doing all kinds of stuff. So it's one of those things where Cody was very, Cody was very wise to do it that way. And uh, you know, I put him over in a in a quick kind of build up build up match to build him up against his opponent. And then I never used that name again. So and so then so then we fast forward to what December thirtieth, I believe. Yeah. Right? December thirty first against and that was with MLW, uh, correct? No, 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 no. My first match oh. was in uh, Indiana, Indianapolis, against a young man that goes by the name Little Nyquil. Little Nyquil, or um, also known as Jonathan Wolf. Wow, wrestling is uh, so he great. He's also Little a Nyquil. third generation wrestler. Yeah, Jonathan Wolf is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he was my first match. He was an 18-year-old kid while I was 20, 25, or 24, rather. Yeah, I was 24. Do you feel like you got in the game late? Yeah, in a a way. You know, I I wish I'd have started a little bit younger, maybe like 18. But now that my body is uh, going so – is going through so much now i'm kind of glad that i started later because i was more prepared for it where my body might not have been ready for all that you know a lot more injuries could have taken place in the past six years as opposed to me right now hitting my high stride you know hitting a good point in my career a good beginning while still having a healthy body yeah i mean that makes sense to me how how old are you can i can i ask that can you ask a man that? I can ask. How a man old that. am I? Yeah, how old are you? Oh yeah, I'm 26. Yeah, sorry, right, I, thought so I, already, thought I already said that. <laughs> well, you said you said you were 26 in that match, and I I didn't know off the top of my head when that match. No, no, was. no, I was 20. I was 24. Yeah, so it's, I've been wrestling full time for two years now. Nice. So. And you've been yeah. all right. So let's all right. So let's get into the wrestling now. So you've been wrestling full time for two years, and you're 26, and you are a two time rookie of the year winner. How does yeah. that even happen? Uh, you know, a lot of things took place for that to happen. Is that uh, like one a... of the biggest things? One of the biggest things was signing a television contract within my first year of wrestling, signing with Major League Wrestling, and the first, um, 
you know, the first rookie of the year award I got was through MLW. So, uh, you know, being the, being the biggest, you know, rookie on their roster, right. it was a natural fit for me to claim that title there. And going into, I think it was 2018, Ronda Rousey won the PWI rookie of the year. And I guess the, the magazine was yet to recognize me as a rookie yet. You know, I was still building up my brand. But I would say uh, 2019 was the year where I really wrestled full-time all around the world and made a living wrestling. And I think that's where I kind of earned uh, my, note, my you know, earned the award for the PWI Rookie of the Year. So it is, in a way, it is a back-to-back Rookie of the Year just for different places, different companies, and different management recognizing my, my efforts. That is, that is a feat that I don't think will ever be beat. Tell you the truth. Yeah. So you can you can hang your hat on that. So let's uh we'll fast forward here to MLW, which you um you are a a star is how I would say yeah. it. You and Davy Boy Smith uh, Jr. as well. Um, a big shout out to Davy Boy Smith because his yeah. dad's going into the Hall of Fame. So yeah, and that that's a that's a huge thing right now. His career is on absolute fire. And I, I'd like to give credit to MLW for that as well, for making us such a pivotal vocal part of, of MLW. You know, a lot of the show is built around the Heart Foundation and, and what we're doing and how we live our day-to-day life as second and third generation wrestlers. So for him to have that spotlight and be able to show off what he can do during the prime of his life, his absolute physical um, prime, as far as his martial arts and training goes, he's an absolute, there's nobody that compares to him. There's not even a close second place. Maybe Killer Cross is a close second he's a place. He's just... Yeah, maybe it goes Davy Boy and then Killer Cross or, or Tom Waller, you know? Yeah. Those are the three guys I think of when I think of scary guys. <laughs> and, uh, that's, and, and that's just, that's, that's what it comes down to. Yeah. Um, MLW is doing a, a phenomenal job. If, uh, Anyone out there does not know MLW. They're on, uh, I believe, YouTube every Saturday night at 6. And they're on Being Sports at 9 our time, I think. Something like that. But just go to MLW.com. You can get all the info there. Um, But, yeah, so you, Davey Boy Smith, MLW. So I just recently watched you compete for the MLW Heavyweight Championship versus Fatu from Contra. Yeah. And the the match was phenomenal. And you were literally probably one distraction away, or I guess one less distraction away, of becoming the heavyweight champion. Yeah. And, yeah, that's what happens when you got everybody everybody gutted for your spot. (laughs) I mean, literally, it was everybody. It was Contra, and it was uh, those other – those other guys, the loaded. Yeah, guys. I would have thought. I would have thought it would have been that that freaking contra guy to to interfere or cause a ruckus, but it was the injustice tactic. You know what I mean? Like I'm cornered on all sides. I'm circled, and uh, and I'm I'm a, I'm a promising young young guy in the business, just trying to make it the the right way, you know. And then you got all these people on all sides. It's just like my career, you know. Everybody wants a piece. Everybody wants a piece of Brian Pillman Jr. Everybody wants a piece, and they're all gonna get it. That's right. Get it. Woo! Speaking. Woo! 
Um, how does how does ML, MLW treat you as a wrestler? They they seem good, right? I mean, Core Bauer's behind that, and he's a great guy. Yeah, yeah, the treatment's been great. Uh, you know, all travels handled, pays great for people like me that that bring a lot of value and stuff to the show. They really take care of their stars. Um, could we do more? Yeah, but that's the thing. We're growing. We're constantly doing more. We're constantly now. We're adding pay per views into into the you know into the resume so exciting oh, yeah. it's, it's a really exciting time to be an mlw wrestler it is and i don't i don't think mlw should rush anything they do have the pay-per-views coming up i believe the uh i want to say one's in philly yeah off the top of my head um and you got the you got the heart foundation i mean the the historic value of mlw right now you have contra which to me is a samoan lineage you have um the von erics you have the heart foundation it's just it's just great so if you're not watching mlw you should be watching mlw absolutely basically is what i'm trying to say there uh and they're treating you well but let's let's um talk about uh so so you put bully ray in the hospital let's say that Let's just say mm-hmm. you put Bully Ray in the hospital. I can live by that. Um, but later on in that night, you took uh, part in a uh, match of attrition, I think is how the Warrior Wrestling yeah. puts it, uh, for the Warrior Wrestling Heavyweight Championship, which uh, Brian Cage had to relinquish due to, I don't know, an injury, I guess. Um in, what was that like? What was that experience like? The match, the outcome, and everything to come with it. Yeah, uh, so it was. I mean, it was a complete surprise to me. I had no idea. I um, didn't either. That 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 was going to be a part of that, and I was, I was I was there like, yeah, can you be in this match? And I'm just like, dude, do you, do you not know what I just went through? Like the battle that I just went through with Bully Ray, and I know Alex Zane was hurt. And they needed they needed somebody, you know. And, and obviously Brian Cage is hurt, so it's like, well, you know, what can you do at that point? At that point, somebody's got to step up. A warrior has got to step up. Warrior, and that's exactly what it is. It's warrior wrestling, and we got a lot of great guys on the card. Uh, I'm, I'm 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 absolutely honored and beyond humbled to to carry the the championship, the warrior wrestling title, the big boy belt, the golden strap, you know. <laughs> The, the the gold I'm holding the gold now, and it's the Warrior Wrestling Gold. Takes place at Marion Catholic High School in Chicago, Illinois. But uh, but yeah, that's the that's the that's the tale of the tape. I think the the, the type of match it was, the War of Attrition, made me a better contender to win it because I had just gone through hell. Yeah. So it was like, okay, if this guy can survive this, and he could probably survive this War of Attrition. You know, and uh, I think that's why I won. I think I won just because I I, I toughed it out longer. You know, I I took a lot more pain, a lot more beating than everyone else, but I still kept coming back because at that point I I didn't know how to give up, you know, so. Yeah. A Pillman doesn't give up. I I don't think I've ever seen a Pillman give up in a match. Um, But it's funny because I was watching that on Fight. I was was even live that night, and – I had no idea you were going to be in that final match. And I was just like, I was sick. I was sicker than a dog. 
And, and you were at the show or you were watching it? No, I was, wa- I was watching it on Fight okay. TV. Nice. And uh, I was streaming while I was watching it. And uh, so I was watching it and I was streaming yeah. it and I was sick. And they took an intermission, I think, right oh. before the match. Well, Fight TV did. I don't know what happened in the arena. And I was like, waiting, and I'm waiting. And I'm like, you know what? I'm so sick. I'm just, I'm just not gonna stand here and stream yeah. anymore. And so I, so I left. So I left the bar, and I wake up in the morning to like all this Brian Pillman like pictures, congratulations. I'm like, what the hell did I miss last night? So I look it up, and and uh, sure enough, yep, you were included in that last match because I had no idea either. Otherwise, I would have stood here. And watch the whole thing, you know, because we had the interview coming up, but it was, uh, it was something to behold, yeah. you know, it was, uh, something else, but, um, I'm just gonna, uh, I got a couple more questions here. No, no, yeah, you're good, you're good. Uh, I hit the, the, I got the guy's question that said, how did MLW treat you? I got him in the chat. Um. What is uh, – I think I, I heard you in another interview somewhere along the line when I was researching that uh, you said um, each wrestler is like a business. And I was just curious to how – what you mean by that and how you want to make Brian Pillman Jr. a quote-unquote business. Well, you know, I'm doing it right. You talking about how I'm going to make me myself a business? Yes, yeah, you're doing it right now, correct? Doing it right now. I'm out here promoting myself, whether it's on Twitter or Instagram or anything. You know, doing interviews here and there, trying to get my name out there. I'm only home one night this week, and then I'm back on the road tomorrow, traveling, traveling to Doha, Qatar tomorrow, to wrestle Enzo Amore in a 15,000 seat arena. In an entirely different country, an entirely different world that I've never experienced. So it's it's hard to fathom all that right now. Uh, but at the same time, you know, I, I knew I knew this was coming because I knew I was going to put in the work, and like you said, make it a business, treat it like you're like you're a professional from day one, and, and and not expect to have anything handed to me. And that's how I got to where I am right now is by starting off and doing the indies, you know, not trying to look for a free free job or a free ticket in the always despise the free lunch. You don't want any free opportunities out here. Yeah. Um, you mentioned a name there, Enzo Amore, and I had a question about him that I was going to ask later, but I'll ask it now. Does does he really, does he really think he's going to beat you? Uh, well, it's one of those things where I got to give him credit. This will be our third match. So he has beaten me two out of three times but uh at the same time he can't stand up and throw hands with me he can't out wrestle me he can't outfly me well, he said uh, he's been working he does out get me is with the experience yeah he's got a lot of experience he was working on top in that old uh territory known as the wwe and he worked with a lot of guys that taught him a lot of tricks and that's how he always wanted up to me he always has something up his sleeve not even that, you know, not necessarily he's cheating. Maybe he's bending the rules a little bit to his advantage. Or maybe he's just distracting me on the microphone. But, uh, you know, it's one of those things. 
I think I got him this time. I scouted him out. I know he can't stand up with me. So if I can keep him on his feet and outmaneuver him, I think I got myself a win. It's it's going to be great. It, it, can I see that anywhere? Live? Not yeah, it'll be it? on Fight TV for sure. Oh, will it? It will be on yeah. Fight. Awesome. Yeah. Um, well, I had another comment about Enzo, but I can't I can't yeah. place it now. I'm sure it wasn't. So that'll be a huge match leaving the country. I'm excited. I'm excited to start something, start a, a certain international following with uh, with Qatari natives. Do you feel like... Uh, Thanks to the internet, that's easier than ever, you know? <laughs> yeah, right? Exactly. Um, speaking of... Uh, so you want you want to build an international following. following. Um, what What is Brian Pillman Jr.'s goals? Right now, you know... You're building that following, you're building that name, you're building that brand, you're you're an MLW star, you're literally one distraction away of heavyweight champion. But what what are your goals? What do you strive? Um, can you see yourself in WWE? Can you see yourself in AEW, NWA, New Japan? Where yeah. what's going on? I, I try my best not to uh, stress about, out right? over the acronyms, you know. Yeah, right. I try not to stress out too much about which acronym is on my check. I'm just doing my due diligence. Yeah. yeah. Somebody sends me a check and it says NJPW or it says AEW or it says WWE. Those are just those are just letters to me. Yeah. Uh, and the money is just numbers. Uh, to me, it's the connection with the fans, where the fans are at, where there's the most applicable uh fans for me that, that I can connect with. You know, I don't want to work for a company that I can't connect with their fan base. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's more like, it's not like uh, where do I want to go? It's where do the fans want me to go, right? Where do the fans want to watch Brian Pillman Jr.? And the fans, like always, as history has proven, will always decide uh, where you go and what, what company and who's going to succeed and who's not because it all comes down to the to the viewership and, and the support from the fans, I I couldn't agree more. Um, and just asking the question made me uh you know I wasn't very happy about asking the question because in theory it doesn't really matter. Like yeah. you said, they're just acronyms and they're just numbers. Um, as long as you have your head on straight, which you seem to have your head on phenomenally straight. Um, everything sounds great. You're about the brand. You're about Brian Pillman Jr. And uh, it all sounds wonderful. So um, I'm I'm a I'm actually I'm like I said before I never kept anybody over an hour, and uh, I've asked uh, all the questions I have. I mean I have awesome. one, I, I I literally have one more question that says Zicky Dice of NWA says his mullet is better than yours. Oh, I mean, where, where does he say that? I mean, he said it here live. I'm putting you over. Wow. Well, Zicky, uh, <laughs> I mean, well, first off, you have a habit of interviewing <laughs> mullets. And second off, Zicky Dice, shoot. I didn't even know you had a mullet because, uh, I don't look at other people's mullets. Yeah. Right. Mine's so good that I wouldn't have went on a podcast and, and mentioned it. <laughs> so, it was mentioned to me. Oh God! People bring me on the podcast because I have the best mullet, not that, because I that have is second. true. That is, I that is a hundred percent true. I only wanted him on 
my show for the mullet. Um, anyways, uh, before I let you go, Brian, um, Brian, you know what? You know what's odd? You know what's odd to me? Um, I'm 40 years old, and and unfortunately, um, it, it it's odd and it's sad to me to say when I when I call you Brian, I initially get I literally like that get sad oh. for a split second and I don't mean to and, and I'm sorry I'm bringing it up but it, it's just it's weird it's weird to me and I don't know why and that's just my thing but anyways um, enough, enough of that um, <laughs> I, I, I've never kept anybody over an hour this is now hey, your, well hold on this is now your time to shine if I haven't done it enough I'm now going to leave the microphone to you and uh, you can plug anything. You can promote anything you want coming up. And uh, so go ahead, dear sir. Thank you, my friend. And, and I thank you for having me on the standing streamer. Uh, I must apologize that I am not standing myself. Yeah, I a, should have been standing the whole time. That's true. But true. I just left the gym and my body's been going through a lot. So I want to rest these knees and get them ready for Enzo Sugar Ray Amore, who, by the way, will be facing May at the end of Friday because we will be wrestling in Doha, Qatar. So say hello, ha, to Doha because that's where we'll be going. <laughs> well done. Uh, so, yeah, follow me on Twitter, Flying Brian Jr., Instagram, Flying Brian 41. Thank you guys for tuning in to the Standing Streamer stream. The Standing Streamer stream. That's right. Putting you over. Putting me over. That's the episode. Because right. you're always putting guys over, and I'll put you over. All right. I appreciate that. Thank you very much. I'm glad we were able to get this, Brian, and uh, keep up the phenomenal work. Thank you. Doing. And Peace. you have a good one, my friend. Yes. Peace out, Girl Scout. In <laughs> <laughs> any other way. Um. Anyways, I had a lot of fun tonight on the interview. Um, I hope it went well. I hope people enjoyed it. We will edit it. We will push it out to the YouTube. But live, there's just something about doing doing shows live that I can't get away from. That would be amazing. Anyways, uh, as far as putting you over goes, just uh, tune into this channel, twitch.tv slash thestandingstreamer and wrestlingnewsworld.com which I write for. Uh, that's about it. That big fat head back there, Dave LaGreca from Busted Open Radio and Sirius Satellite Radio, Fight Nation. We're going to have him Thursday night at 9 p. We don't know if we're having him on the phone, if we're having him on Skype, if he's going to sit here in the bar, but God damn it, he's going to be on the show. Anyways, we'll have to highlight that. I don't have a highlight button. Um.